It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Debo Samuel banged up walking into the Lions game. We've got... Four teams left. We've got a whole bunch to talk about. We've got future value. Jameer Gibbs, St. Brown dropping loads. Mahomes, what happens with Kelsey in 2024? We've got Lamar Jackson playing so well that people are wondering, where do we rank him now? Because, you know, he finished in the top five-ish for quarterbacks, but is he on a new path to get higher, climb higher than that from a fantasy football perspective? Stroud. Not doing much on his exit from the playoffs. And now there's some, in, in, in my opinion, some good to that. Because now you have a little bit of a, I don't know, a kick to the nads in terms of his value skyrocketing. And now he, he has a zero TD game, exits the NFL playoffs on kind of a low note. And that's great for anybody that was about to draft him higher than they, they really wanted to. Because he's now on the map as a top five quarterback. We've got so much to discover and go over and talk about in phone calls and super chats. We're doing it live. The Fantasy Football Show, live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Every Monday through Friday begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Live whenever news breaks, live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday, and we're here graveyard shifts all the time. Graveyard. You're watching a graveyard stream. We're not live on a graveyard stream right now but we will be doing live graveyard streams you'll be hearing that a lot this this off season well 365 really but maybe four or five nights a week we go live you know around midnight eastern depending on if there's a game once the the nfl season's over we'll be doing drafts we'll be doing like uh Two, uh, let's see what what is it with a uh, wednesday thursday friday saturday probably sunday night straight marathon draft best ball draft sessions and i've got a little special treat in terms of the presentation of those because we're going to attack best ball um on those streams when we're going live to do a best ball draft it will be a best ball show the topics will be best ball the conversation will be best ball someone calls in and doesn't want to talk best ball we might just hang up on them 
because that's the format of those graveyard streams. Granted, we can talk about redraft value. That's all best ball as well. But we're going to make it a focus to hit best ball during best ball drafts. That way, someone, you know, we have because I have a lot of people say, Smitty, you don't do a ton of best ball content. We do. We talk best ball throughout those drafts. But guess what? We're gonna fo- we're gonna we're gonna hammer down and and hunker down on more best ball content theory strategy. Uh, graphics on screen so you know you're watching a best ball draft and a, bre- a best ball show. Um, we are, uh, yeah, we're on Rumble as well, guys. Make sure you join Rumble. Ron Navy with the $5 hauler. Appreciate you, Ron. Ron, letting everybody know we are on Rumble. Uh, let's see if I can add that to this list here. I'll just put this makeshift uh, uh, rumble.com slash the fantasy football show. Uh, let me put this on the screen, but ma- make sure you guys are are subscribed. And this doesn't mean we're just like streaming this this to to Rumble because we're not. I'm not streaming this show. I'm not streaming really any YouTube shows to Rumble. They will be Rumble exclusive content, kind of similar to the Dynasty Channel. We go live on the Dynasty Channel every single night. I'm really wanting to go live on Rumble every night. They just monetize the channel on Rumble so we can do super chats. The memberships are there. Uh, so absolutely um, going to be fantastic. Uh, and, and look forward to that. Rumble.com slash the fantasy football show. Um, somebody type that and make sure that's real. Let me do it. Let me Rumble.com slash the fantasy football show. I just want to make sure that's real. Yeah, it is. It's doing it. And it's doing it live. We're at, you know, we're only at 300 followers over there. You want to be in on something from the ground floor. You know, we have 10 to 15 live viewers during any Rumble live stream. And so it's going to, we're going to build that sucker up. And if you want to be a part of something from the ground up, go do it, do it live. Rumble.com. Let me, let me, let me paste that uh, link in the live chat so you guys can subscribe to it. I might even... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com uh pin it subscribe or follow i guess follow on rumble there you go let me pin that in the live chat and we'll do it live okay so let's get to the news and and everything going on and i'll pin that as i i work through this right here navigating all my screens debo samuel uh, according to, to kyle shanahan did not suffer a fracture in his shoulder but noted that he is in a lot of pain and i'm, I'm hearing from different sources that he's maybe more likely to play than originally thought and I'm hearing from other sources he's not likely to play and they could very well be without him it maybe he tries to you know obviously give this a go and and things could 
you know, get a lot better form as we reach, you know, 48 hours, 24 hours, one hour, two hours before kickoff is certainly going to be one of those things. Um, but there's a real good chance. I mean, this guy didn't come back into the game in a critical game where if he could, he looked very disappointed when he exited the locker room without his pads on during that that uh, that uh, really, 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 really close battle between the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. And you know Debo would have been out there if he could, so clearly he couldn't. Like, he was probably told you cannot go out there, young man, as much as you want to. He's got to look out for the long-term value. He's got to potentially... I think the Niners will look at it this way, and I'm not saying they're right necessarily, and I'm not saying they're wrong either, but they got to look at this from a, okay, they need him against the Ravens more than they need him against the Lions, but then on the other hand, they need to get through the Lions game before they can even get to the Ravens game. So, and I say Ravens, everyone's like, Smitty, you don't think the Chiefs are going <laughs> to, maybe they will, maybe the the Chiefs will best this Ravens defense, but as you can tell, I'm I'm feeling very confident that the Ravens D is going to stop an offense that's been spotty kind of all year. I think Mahomes did what he could to get his team this far. I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. I get so many, like, you know, fandom comments where it's like, Smitty, you need to put respect on the KC Chiefs. I love your... Co-. I think one, one guy said, I love your... God. If this is you, pal, don't take offense to it. You're the one that left the comment. I love your content, Smitty. I've been a follower for a long time, so don't take this the wrong way. But you need to start putting respect on my Chiefs. I don't have to do anything, bro. I'm predicting a game. I don't care if I'm wrong. There's still a very strong chance, most would say stronger than not, of the Baltimore Ravens winning the game. Anybody can win this game. I believe the Baltimore Ravens defense is just too tough for a team that has been struggling to fire on all cylinders all year long, and this defense is going to cause havoc. So, back to my point. Uh, let me get this uh, comment off screen on on Rumble here. Rumble, let me put that over here. So, Rumble, go follow, go follow the Rumble. Why is this not over? Oh, I know why. Let let me put this over here real quick because that's where I wanted to put it. Let me put this right here. Dropping it like it's hot. There it is. Rumble. Doing it live. Um, What was I saying? Oh, I just just think that that the the Niners have to get through the Lions, right? But at the same time, if they're going to get through the Lions and Debo's not at 100% or he's at risk of missing now this game because he played injured, it's... You're better off trying to get through this game without him than trying to get through this game without him, is is my point. So, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, defense will win championships if it's coupled with an elite quarterback. And that's what we're looking at here with the Baltimore Ravens. I think that's probably what's going to happen. But, look, this, this defense is fantastic as well. It can play fantastic and also give up a lot of plays and yards. But, you know, every defense can. Um... San Francisco, you know, everyone's going to come in and say Brock Purdy is on the same level as Mahomes and on the same level as uh, Lamar. He He's not on the same level as those guys. He is playing in an offense that is certainly making him play at a, a, a near similar level, some total, in terms of what the offense is doing. Um, and Brock Purdy, there was times where he almost folded into a pumpkin in that Green Bay game, 
Had he not successfully orchestrated that final drive, and he did. So give Brock his flowers. So all you complaining about how I don't give him his flowers, listen to the words coming out of my mouth. He, he actually converted. He, did, he had an amazing drive at the end. He ran the ball, tucked and ran. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And when he probably was feeling a lot of pressure to not fumble the ball, not throw the ball away, made a good decision, tucked the ball, ran the ball, extended the play, Brock ended up doing that. Brock ended up extending that play, getting his team into a position to win run the football in and score a touchdown and win the game. So no one's taking that away from him. But I'm just saying, had he thrown a pick, had he fumbled the ball in that scramble, had they not converted, had things gone slightly different, everyone in the Niner community, half of the Niner community would be saying he is not it. It's just funny how quickly... One play can do it. And when we say something like, oh, Jordan loves a better fantasy football prospect than Brock Purdy, and it pisses off a Niner fan, not a fantasy football uh, mind, mind you, not a fantasy football mind, but a Niner fan. A Niner fan gets pissed off, absolutely pissed off because you're not giving Brock Purdy the respect they command. We're giving them respect. I'm giving Brock Purdy respect. I'm not giving him the respect that a Niner fan wants me to give him. That doesn't mean I'm not giving him respect, but he's not on the level of Lamar Jackson from a football perspective or fantasy long-term. He's not on the level of a Mahomes from a fantasy or long-term. Who's at the front door? Who's at the door? Z- Ziggy, show me the front door. What are we doing? Okay. Oh, hold on. One sec. Sorry about that. Ziggy off. <laughs> Little Smitty's going nuts. Ziggy off. <laughs> that's just the that's just a taste of what Little Smitty's been up to today. Um, acting like acting like somebody that's pissed off about my my Brock Purdy take. That's what that sounded like. That was a that was a Niner fan outside of my door. St. Smitty, give put some respect on Bob Purdy. Um, thank you, Ron, for the super chat. Appreciate you all. We got another super chat from Ron Navy. Uh, it says Titans are hiring uh, Bengals OC. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on screen here in one second. I got it all piled up here. We're just hitting one thing at a time. Um, and th- this is kind of bad news for Joe Burrow in a way, right? And you know he's a pretty good hire. He's he's had a, a hand in a lot of different uh, situations, and so. 
we'll break that down next. So Debo Samuel, I'm hearing from good authority that there's real, real legitimate concern he's not going to be able to play, but time will tell. Okay, so hang tight on that one. Debo Samuel, um, more to come on that big boy. Okay, we'll put this one up on screen. This is uh, this is a report from Adam Schefter, Tennessee. Wasted no time finalizing a deal on the hiring of Brian Callahan uh, as their next head coach. This guy is a is a good, good, good prospect. I don't know that he landed in a great spot though. But some will say that there's some talent on this team in Tennessee. I don't know that I feel that way. Callahan has worked under John Fox. He's worked under Gary Kubiak. He's worked under Jim Caldwell. He's worked under John Gruden. Uh, a lot of rumors of John Gruden in New Orleans, whether it's an OC job. Some say maybe he, you know, they're feeling out what the vibe is, you know, socially. You know, what 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 is the what is the uh, uh, politically correct world saying about John Gruden? interviewing for the OC job. No one say anything? Can we maybe interview him for the head coach job? Okay, let's see how far we can push this because there's so many people against John Gruden and that are out to get John Gruden. John Gruden deserves a job. And so we'll see what happens there. Zach Taylor uh, and then the list of quarterbacks that's cut off. So I'm going to I'm gonna shrink that down to size, put that over here and expand this one, which has the full list. A list of some of the QBs that Brian Callahan has worked with. Peyton Manning. Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, Joseph, obviously, Cigar Smoke and Burrow in, in, in Cincinnati. So this is a good hire. I just don't know that I believe in Levis. I just don't know how I feel about this particular situation for him initially. But it is uh, it is an interesting one for sure. It definitely feels like a little bit of a, a kick to the, to the momentum of Joe Burrow. Um, not that he can't survive this not that it's just something that would be concerning um what did gruden do again that's for another day Fremp. that's for another day so uh uh okay let's let's get to this one dan quinn a lot of coaching news a lot of coaching news uh jeremy fowler reports that commanders will host dan quinn for a second interview for their head coach uh head coaching vacancy this is um Kind of, you know, you could say due diligence if they were to, I think, ex- extend the job to Eric Bieniemy, but it kind of just almost spits in the face of Bieniemy that he came over as OC, he hasn't been elevated, he hasn't been brought up, he hasn't been, they've interviewed him, but like, is this guy never going to, if he can't get a, a head coaching job on his own team? then it's like, will it ever happen? I don't know. Uh, Dan Quinn, commanders will host Dan Quinn for a second interview. So hang tight on that one. We got a coaching carousel right here that we can definitely update and put uh, put the Bengals on here with a uh, head coaching, or I'm sorry, the Tennessee Titans on here with a head coaching hire. I don't think I have him up on here, so I'll have to create a graphic for that. But they have completed... And solve their head coaching vacancy. I'll put this right here at least until I get a graphic that I can put up here. But there we go. Congratulations, Tennessee, on filling your coaching vacancy. And now one of the teams is off the board. Um, Zach Ertz signed with the Lions with the injury to right. They definitely could use another tight end. And he, he'll definitely be um, somebody that could be 
useful to this team, I think, to a degree. And he's, he's certainly somebody that's got the veteran presence and ability to come in and just immediately, uh, you know, pick up a, a system to a degree and, and at least be useful. Jim Harbaugh, Chargers have a second interview um, planned with Jim Harbaugh. Uh, did they have it yet? Will have yeah. So it's planned. It hasn't occurred yet. It could have occurred by now, but I think it's it's not today. I, I don't know. I'll find out on that one. But Jim Harbaugh certainly making the rounds. Um, it's just not to say this is where he's going to go, but it does feel like if he does head to the NFL and take his talents to the NFL, he will be probably the Chargers head coach. If I had to guess, that that's kind of my feeling. Anyway, this one's weird. Uh, Dan, Dan Morgan, Panthers promoted assistant GM Dan Morgan to president of football operations. This could be a couple, you could look at this a couple different ways. You could say, good God, they had one of the worst teams in the National Football League. Good God, they haven't supported uh, and they missed on their quarterback selection. Good God, how are we going to take a guy that's been a part of something that looks like it's a, a complete disaster and not even closer to being better situationally this year coming up than last year? What are we doing? What are we doing? However, is it more of let's get the better mind in charge who's been taking orders from, you know, previous, you could say, decision making that is now ousted out of the organization and Dan Morgan is the better, sharper mind? It's hard to really know. I, To be honest, we don't have enough, I think, to really go on in terms of trying to suggest that this man's responsible for this or responsible for that because he hasn't been in a position to really make calls. He's had to work with what he's got in front of him. And so now we we, we will find out what he's made of. We It's a little harsh to say, oh, he's been a part of the problem. We don't really know. But I think because we don't really know, it seems like a risky move unless they really understand what this guy's made of. And it's possible. So I'll put that over there. Uh, we got uh, this report here from, uh, oh yeah, this is probably my favorite head coaching potential hire. Lions obviously know what they're doing. Lions offense is obviously an absolute marvel right now. The way Jameer Gibbs is being used is an absolute, you know, glory. And and the way St. Brown's been operating, what this guy's got out of Goff, this is a fantastic coaching hire for whoever gets him and the Falcons are interviewing Ben Johnson for their head coaching vacancy. This is great news because Bill is taking his time. The rate the 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 Falcons seem to be taking their time. A report came out a little while ago saying that that uh that the Falcons are the, the the head coaching job is wide open. They weren't just saying Bill's the only answer. They're gonna do their due diligence and the fact that they're interviewing this guy, the great news will be when they give him a second interview. Ben Johnson is my favorite pick for the Atlanta Falcons job because I think he'll fill the quarterback spot properly. And I think he'll utilize Bijan no matter what properly. So even if, let's say, they don't bring the QB we want in, they're definitely going to have a, a potential uh, ability, I believe, to to navigate the Bijan Robinson situation no matter what happens at the quarterback position because he did prove how he uses Jameer Gibbs he will use Bijan Robinson I'm not scared of a divide I'm not scared of a running back by committee I know that they have used two running backs in this system but very excited about Ben Johnson so we'll put this news right here uh, ben Johnson to the moon, man. Ben Johnson to the freaking moon. Nick Sirianni, th- th- this news here um, is indicating that he's probably staying put. Nick Sirianni and the Eagles 
um, are going to have a press conference, hold an end-of-the-season press conference on Wednesday, which is insinuating that he is staying. They're not releasing him and making an announcement. He's going to be there. What's he going to do, announce his, his firing? Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming. Uh, I am going to be fired <laughs> live on national television. Go ahead. Hit, hit me. Slap me across the face. And they're just going to give him the boot off this. I mean, so he's staying. He's staying. Does he deserve to stay? The team wants him there. If the team wants him there, if the players want him there, and they're blaming other you know, pieces like offensive coordinator, etc., cetera, uh, for, for why this team hasn't been firing on all cylinders, then I guess I trust in the players if they believe Sirianni, you know, with his, you know, his faults and all that is is the guy, then I'm going to trust that team because I still trust the Philadelphia Eagles um, core, the, the, the players, the amount of talent they have. Um, I think we're, we're all caught up on the news. Let me throw this over here. Let me go check on the uh, subscriber count on Rumble just to see if you guys are, are doing your job. Let me refresh and see how many we got. We, we could do better than that. We have uh, like five, I think five subscriptions uh, or five followers since I announced that we're going to be doing a lot on Rumble. Um, not not duplicate content, just Rumble rants, I'll call them. Smitty's Rumble rants. I'll be going on a rant on Rumble all the time. So please, uh, please subscribe to Rumble. Let me drop that uh, link one more time. And uh, let me see if I can get that link. Let me see if I can pin it. Nothing's working. I've got I've got two wide I got two internet connections here. One of them is not even working. Thank God I'm on the other one. It's just if it's not one thing, it's another. It's not one thing. It's a freaking another. Uh, we'll be opening up the phone lines here in just one second. So hang tight. Let me pull up the live stream again. And let me see if I can pin that Rumble link that I already dropped. I just got to locate the link. And no, I got to pin it again. Hold on a second. All right, here's the link to Rumble. I'm going to pin it as soon as I see it. Rumble, follow me on Rumble. There you go. Link has been dropped. Link has been pinned. Do it live. There it is. No, I pinned the wrong link. <laughs> I pinned Isaac saying hello. Please pin link. There we go. Link has been pinned. Follow me on Rumble. Okay. Um, not much else to really talk about news-wise today. I'll keep refreshing uh, X right now and see if there's any updates whatsoever. But yeah, I mean, Peyton Manning and Brian Callahan worked together with the Broncos. Manning reportedly had raving reviews of Brian Callahan with Titans GM uh, 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 Rand Carthon. Uh, Carthon and Manning both played together with the Colts. Um, so, yeah, fantastic, uh, fantastic hiring. I just don't know that that's the place I would have went. You know, so, some might say that, like, they like Levis. They like the ability to start over to build, but I, I just don't. I just don't think it would be where I would want to go if I if I was Callahan and I had my my choice of going 
you know, and, and I'm not saying he had his choice of going anywhere, but this is a quick hiring. The Titans just grabbed him, scooped him up. They didn't want to get left behind in this. So they probably figure a lot of these guys don't want to go to Tennessee because they're, they're thinking what I'm thinking, that it's not a very, very great place to, to build. Um, I I feel like, you know, they, they jumped on this. They said, hey, we'll give you the head coaching job. We'll give it to you now so that they wouldn't get rejected and have a steamrolling, uh, you know, uh, effect where it's just no one wants to go there. Slowick, nobody. Morris, you know, Vrabel, uh, Johnson, Quinn, these guys all want to go somewhere else because th- that's not the most attractive spot. I kind of have these loosely ranked. Um, Dallas is is probably in the top three, but I... I didn't want to bump. I didn't want to put. I didn't want to bump Washington off of this side because Dallas was like a, a retention, you know. So it wasn't like I almost might just take them off or put them down here if I reorganize this tonight. Put them down here as a, a retention. Pierce is a retention, and then everybody else would be filling holes. So Dallas doesn't count as as a team that's that was vacant. But I mean Tennessee. If you look at the order here, there you know you could even put them last. To be honest, I, I may have. Uh, done New England and Las Vegas dirty by putting them below Tennessee, to be honest. I think it's probably Carolina and Tennessee are tough, tough spots. I do like, I do like what they've got going on there in some respects. I, I like a Conquo, even though Conquo didn't do anything. I like Tajay Spears at running back. I, I Levis could have some upside. He's got a cannon. Is it an accurate cannon? Is it someone that's going to fail at some point? I don't know. There's be- better talent and more ability to, I think, build up Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee's got some upside, at least. They, they do. I, d- I just don't know that I would have. I just don't know that he would have got these other jobs. So I-, I think maybe both parties just said, I think we're potentially going to be dancing alone at the at the big dance if we don't, you know, decide to, okay, wanna, wanna, <laughs> you want to go, you want to go dance on the dance floor? Okay, let's go. And then they, they got it done, and they both knew they were the best partners to, to partner up. I don't know. We'll see. I just think that, that it could be a little bit tougher of a situation than he thinks. But ah, maybe, maybe Levis comes out firing, man. Maybe he proves me wrong. Maybe Levis is a real decent quarterback. I know Spears is really good. I like Spears a lot. Yeah, Zamir White's fantastic potential prospect for the 2024 season and beyond. So can't wait for that. Um, I don't know how long. We might do a shorter show tonight, but we'll be back on the Dynasty channel for sure. Might even go on the main channel here, the main the Fantasy Football Show channel that you're watching right now, to do live drafts as well. So that's why we might cut it a, a kind of short show tonight. Um, short show means like, at, at the, I think the earliest we've ever cut it has been like 45 minutes on the Monday through Friday show. I don't think we've ever done a shorter show than that. But we could be looking at a 45-minute, 50-minute show today just so we can get back and do the Dynasty show and potentially try my best. I don't, I can't guarantee it, but try my best to come on here and do some some drafts of any sort. Um, let me pull up Underdog. Underdog Fantasy, make sure you sign up ahead of time. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Let me just check and see what drafts they even have right now up. Um, hit that link. That link is right there. First, hit that Rumble link that's pinned in the live chat. Then hit that Underdog Fantasy link right there. They'll double your first deposit up to $100. Let me see what they even got going on right now. They got basketball. They got hockey, hockey, golf, golf, uh, golf, golf. Um, Sunday knockout. There we go. Conference championship. They got that. Sunday hurry up. They've got that for $3. There's plenty. QB sneak for $250. That would be interesting. Conference championship. Woo! Maybe we drop one of those. 
the bomb, the Hail Mary. They got a bunch of football up already. So uh, third and short, $50. That's that's an interesting one. Conference championship, 456 entrance. Um, we'll be doing an underdog fantasy draft tonight on the channel. Do it live. Drop in the link yet again. They'll double your first deposit up to $100. And if you want to draft with me, draft with us, hit the link now. The The promo code is Smitty. The link inserts code Smitty for you. The link that's in the live chat, I'll drop it again right this very second. That link right there. That link is also in the description of pretty much every video. Or you could just use code Smitty if you download the app on your own. Just make sure you put code Smitty in there. When they say, how did you hear about us? You get a du- you get double on your first deposit up to $100. But we'll be drafting live and doing that uh let's hit the phone lines real briefly we won't be doing call into the show call call into the show we'll do 30 second phone calls only today because your boy like i said is gonna have to get out of here so if you call in be prepared be precise you will be hung up on after a roughly 30 second window of time if your topic is very entertaining i might let you have the whole 30 and then give you a big long answer and extend your time but Make sure you're prepared to go. Uh, Ron Navy, you have 30 seconds to present your case, and we'll see if you get more time based on how good your topic is. Go. Well, Rumble, um, you'll have to let me know, because I went in there and I was looking for how to subscribe, you know, be a member. I can follow, but there's nothing in there I can see where I can join up and be a Yeah, a it, member. it's when you're live you see it. I don't know why they wouldn't have I mean, it outside of that. That's what I'm saying. They're still working yeah. on some things, but they've improved so much. But there were things like that that bothered me earlier. I couldn't. You couldn't super chat. You couldn't. Now everything's getting upgraded, advanced, and um. But you'll notice it'll say subscribe when the live chat's there on Rumble. So next time you see it, hit it then. Well, I, I I'm a follower and stuff, but I'm not as far as like in, like in here, you know you. You pay yeah, it's, for a monthly membership. It's called subscriptions that. on Rumble. So it's follow. You're following on Rumble, which you're following. But when you're in the live chat, there'll be a subscribe button. You're going to want to hit that when you're when it's live. But it, you can only see it when you're live. Oh. All right. Yeah. All right. That, what that, else? That, that, what, that question. What else you got? You know, here? you have two profiles. Yeah, you, you have you. It's that's also weird. Um, you have to have one personal and one. Like business, I, it's weird. I don't know. It's strange. I don't know if I can hide the other oh. one or what. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> All right. I, that might be something that they had and they no longer have. Like those are the things that were just like uh, one thing after another. I'm like, what's going on over here? You know, they're behind the times. They they didn't even really have a mobile app like you know functional one for a while, and now now it's kicking in and. I really like what I see on Rumble now. I I feel like they're really coming along. A lot of people are going over there to do their live streaming and stuff and from like political standpoints and stuff. And there's not anybody really doing good fantasy content over there, but we are. We're going to go over. We're going to destroy and take over yeah. and dominate Rumble. And it has no, no effect on this YouTube channel whatsoever. This YouTube channel is not if, losing if anything. I go live the same amount. We're just doing an additional, just like we go live on the Dynasty channel on the side as a side hustle to the channel. That's our side hustle. The Dynasty channel is our side hustle. That's our side piece. And Rumble will also be a side piece. They have nothing to do with tearing down any of the time spent on this channel. What? You're going to have two mains. Once Rumble, you're going to have two mains. You're going to have YouTube and Rumble competing both at each other. 
knocking it out of the park. I know you. I hope hope they're going back and it. forth. I, I have no hesitations in that that'll happen. Yeah, I, I'm hoping. So we're yeah. look. Yeah, I, I, Huffman said Rumble app on your phone. It the the notification when you went live came through perfectly. I I it came up and I boom clicked it. Takes you right there. And it's nice and easy. So if you haven't downloaded the Rumble app, download the Rumble app. Hit the notifications, follow Smitty, and you'll get the notifications every time. And it's no problem getting in there. It's at all. the links pinned that'll that'll urge you to download the app and everything. And it's it's free. It's not. Um, there are subscriptions over there, just like there are over here to like get the you know the special badge and everything like that. You don't have to get those, but when you're when I'm live, you'll see that option. And then you just follow instead of subscribe. It's follow me on Rumble, and we've got if I if I if yep. I refresh, I, I better have some more some more followers here. Hold on, let's pull it up. Are you guys doing your part over on Rumble? Let's see. I'm gonna refresh. There we go. We got a few, but still like under ten so far since we started the live stream. We can do better than that. Those are rookie numbers. I just did a, a, a yeah. I just did a what was it, a thirty or twenty five minute show over there before this one. So if anybody missed it, I, I went live on Rumble before I went live on here. Hit that thumbs up button on this channel if you already haven't, because we got like what ninety five and only forty three yeah. likes so far. Rookie so hit numbers. That. Rookie numbers. Hey, um, I know you don't really care, but the Steelers actually went out and they're planning on interviewing the the uh, quarterback coach for the Rams, uh, Robinson. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be interviewing him for the OC job. And then uh, a lot of people are calling for the Bills head coach's uh, um, job. Yeah. They're, they're mad. They were mad about that stupid fake punt. That, that was they had. dumb. That was and, very dumb. And they were actually they, the only reason they did it, out of all the players to go through, right? Ten men in their own, own territory, they went to, <laughs> went to uh, Hamlin. Just to see if it worked out, then they were going to, oh, he's the comeback player of the year, only playing, what, five total plays all year long? And uh, they were trying to use that publicity. <laughs> yeah, stuff well, there, what but... I heard what I heard was <laughs> that there there were 10, there were 10 defensive, or there, there was, uh, yeah, there was one missing defensive player on the field. And so they, they decided they were going to try and take advantage of that. And they're like, let's do a fake or whatever. That's what I heard happened, and that's what the announcers were saying. I don't know. I didn't get a chance to actually count it out, but I, I believe that's what initiated them to go for the fake. That was that was really dumb. That was really dumb. The momentum was that was stupid. That was probably the dumbest playoff game. Yeah. Remember, remember the first AC game, uh, or when they were when they when they um, when he decided to. Um, not squib kick, and he kicked off, and they ran it back in that 13 seconds, dude. And, and yeah. Kansas City won. Hey, yeah. The stupidest. That was know. that was a it's dumb kinda... that was a dumb play for sure. Um, absolutely stupid. Anyway, that's all I really had to bring up, and you know, want you know, want everybody to go to Rumble and, and do that. But uh, you can move. I want to listen, but move on to your next call. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm only going to be here about 45 minutes today. So, all right, Ron, appreciate you later. Yeah, I'm going to listen, though. Don't hang up on me. Yeah, all right. Um, Marsman, rock out. You are live. Hello? 
You're on. You're on mute. Yeah, we've got enough to overcome that. If do I think who's enough to overcome what? Uh, CMC if Debo's out, enough to overcome uh, the Lions if Debo's out. I mean, this is kind of what I said. The catch twenty-two was like, okay, they may need Debo to get past the Lions, but they a hundred percent need him to get past the Ravens. So it's like, if you think right. playing Debo against the Lions is gonna, you know, not cost you the game, but it might make it close or whatever, then you. But but if you played him, he would be so much lesser yeah. healthy for the Baltimore game or the KC game. I'm sorry if you love the. K- then, but I mean, you got to assume the worst here. Like, if if the Niners face the KC Chiefs, I think the Niners can beat the Chiefs. Um, I think if the Niners, their worst fear is to play this team that already bested them, and they're playing a, an amazingly tough defense, much tougher than anything that we've seen in the playoffs so far. Other than, um, you know, uh, the you know the Ravens are really the only defense I think that even even comes close to being one of the most, you know, locked down type of defenses. They, there's some holes, there's some ability to do stuff, but there's short stuff. You can't do anything on them. They swarm you. Three or four guys swarm you. They'll be throwing to CMC in the flat no. and he'll get he'll get swarmed three or four guys and they'll also abuse the hell out of CMC. So if Debo's not there for that game and there it's all CMC, he's have a high likelihood of not, you know, making it through that game cuz they're just going to pile drive him into the ground constantly. So they have to take this risk of trying to get through the Detroit Lions without Debo if they believe that playing him would put him at risk for this game. That's that's my take. I don't know that they're going to like it's a bad either way's bad. You know, like it's it's a lesser of two evils in a way. But I I think the Niners still have a shot, a really good shot at beating the Detroit Lions even without Debo, but this is like the Green Bay Packers situation. Could the Green Bay Packers knock off the San Francisco 49ers? Probably not in 7 out of 10 games or something like that. Probably not even 5 out of 10. But in 3 or 4 out of 10 games, the Green Bay Packers could win. And I think the Detroit Lions are the same way. Like 3 or 4 games out of 10, they they could win. Even if you called it 3, yeah. that's 30%. Like there's a, there's a shot that this team, even with a healthy Debo, could knock them off. So it's going to be fun to watch uh I, I i think the most entertaining super bowl will be the niners versus the ravens i think that will be a, a very entertaining super bowl i think what the nfl wants clearly is taylor swift in the super bowl but it, that will be a very highly watched game it'll still be very entertaining i think no matter and i don't mean this in a bad way to the lions i, I look i'm quietly rooting for the lions don't tell all my niner watchers yeah. they'll get so upset at me for for liking players and and cheering on players we've been touting all season long look i'm always gonna root for you know a handful of players we love on this channel over you know and i'm not saying we don't love cmc from a fantasy perspective I'm not saying we don't love debo Ayuk. those are all good options even brock purdy's played very well this year but i mean we're we're a we're a jameer gibbs st brown and laporta community we're not. I, I'm not rooting against the Detroit Lions and those guys. So I'm rooting for it. But I, I truly believe the only way the Super Bowl has like less viewership is if it's Detroit versus one of these two teams. San Francisco versus KC. San Francisco versus Baltimore will get more views, I think, and be a little bit more exciting of a Super Bowl. 
I, I, you never know though. I mean, I'm very excited for the for the for the Detroit Lions, and they haven't, you know, they're so excited to be this far. They're so proud of it. They should be. They should be absolutely thrilled. But I think someone would say that they want to see the Niners because the Niners have been touted as the top team all year long. And I think if even if you're against them, you want to see them match up against the top team from the AFC. And if you're wanting yeah. to see the Niners fall, you want to see them fall to the Ravens or something like that. Um, I don't know, but it, it could go either way. I'm definitely, I'm definitely just a fan of all the teams left. I, I really, I really love you know the fantasy football aspect and the production aspect of it all. But it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun, fun uh, two games to watch. No doubt about it. Anything else, Rock Out? Yeah. If, um, if the if Washington is pursuing uh, Daniels at QB, which uh, head coach you think would be best for Daniels in Washington? Um, who who would be the best the best what head coach? The best head uh, head coach candidate in Washington. Uh, if they're trying to get. Ben Johnson. I, I, or, or no, you know, uh, you know what, Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin with a mobile quarterback like Lamar. Todd Munkin, OC in Baltimore, installed a new system with his quarterback holding out and not present, and still did what what he did. Still produced the, the way he produced, and I, I like what Munkin did. If Munkin can come over here with Adam Peters, bring in a JD5, I think JD5, Munkin, Peters, Washington is the best marriage of, of everything on the board. Um, I think Ben Johnson is pretty damn good, too, for that. Yeah. Those would be my two my two favorite. I honestly, even though Harbaugh is a great coach, I honestly would rather have Munkin or Ben Johnson with JD5 and... Peters just because of the fit. I, I like Harbaugh a lot, but Harbaugh runs a, you know, runs a, a certain yeah. system, and it's it, like it feels Chargers feel perfect for him because like th- that's he he's got his quarterback. Um, he'll probably we we talk about a lot, maybe even draft Blake Corum, bring him straight in, or draft or, or draft or get a running back that he feels very similar about. And they're going to be a very balanced attack. You know, like Harbaugh's not going to... He's going to try and have a team that's very, very built differently than I think we want JD5 running. Or You never know. I mean, JD5 could still do very well under him. But I, I like these offensive masterminds. I like Munkin and I like Ben Johnson. Yeah, my vote would probably be Johnson. But I like uh, Munkin as well. I, I think JD5 with Munkin would be perfect. He understands a mobile quarterback. And the thing about a mobile quarterback, especially one like JD5 or one like a Lamar, and every day Lamar plays well, it just reminds people about JD5's potential. Um, it's hard to not, you can't just plug a quarterback like that into any system. Like if you bring a JD5 in or a Lamar in, you've got to have a special offensive mind like Munkins to create a system around that because it is a unique quarterback. Is a very unique quarterback. That, that's why some exactly. people say there weren't a lot of bites on Lamar's because a lot of the teams that needed a quarterback didn't know how to even, like, they'd have to revamp everything and they didn't feel like they might have even had the personnel to support that. 
That's some of the reason why some of these teams stupidly didn't go get Lamar Jackson for two measly first-round picks, which are free. That's free. Lamar was free. Draft picks are fairy dust until they aren't. They're nothing. You don't know what they are. Two first-rounders? How's that first-rounder looking now? Unbelievable. That's a bargain now. And not to mention anybody that got him wouldn't have had a high draft pick. Like they would like if the Falcons went ahead and got Lamar, the Falcons were in the playoff hunt, you know, without him. Imagine what the Falcons would have looked like at the end of the day. This would have been you would have been surrendering a mid to late first round pick. It's just stupid. It's just stupidity. Now you yeah. got the number eight pick and you gotta try and what? Go get a quarterback? Good luck. Yeah, the only thing with Atlanta, uh, Arthur Smith would still be there. I, I, I'll i be amazed if Arthur Smith gets a job somewhere other than FedEx. I'll be just floored. <laughs> he better not. All right, Rock Out. I'll see you later, pal. I appreciate it. Cool. All right, later. Rock Out to the Rock. moon. Uh, DeBalt, final caller, DeBalt. Anything else, DeBalt, you want to add to this conversation before I jump? So, Smitty, um, kind of going off what you said yesterday about the digs, and then I actually had just thought about that before you even had mentioned it, was uh, I think the Bills need to sell out. Sell out digs, trade the first rounder, get up high and get a Marvin Harrison. Um, the receiving core besides Kincaid is not existent, not existent anymore. So, uh, I think they need to make a big move. Yeah. Maybe and go get Evans, but Diggs ain't it. Uh, Gabe Davis hit and miss. Shakir's coming along. Kincaid's amazing. That's it. Yeah, I, I think, look, so. I understand people want to say that Josh Allen can't win the big game. I just don't listen to people that talk like that. It's fine if anybody on in the chat even feels that way. I'm not mad at you. We have different opinions. It's okay. But it's just like he he didn't have near as much help, and he got there. He scored 50 total touchdowns from start to that finish in that game. 50 total touchdowns. He put this team on his back. Yeah, he makes mistakes. That's the nature of when you score 50 touchdowns. You're putting yourself in vulnerable positions. You're also dealing with a guy that's a liability in Stefan Diggs. And everybody says you should have thrown that ball to Diggs. In that game, I, I get it. There's a that's an opinion, and there's certainly an avenue where that could have been good. But Diggs dropped the ball earlier that was placed beautifully, and Diggs should have pulled it in. It was a hard catch, but he's a professional wide receiver. So I don't blame, especially we don't know the 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 the, the attitude and the the personality type that, that Josh Allen is dealing with in the huddle off the on off the field. We've seen it. He's been Diggs has been ballistic about different things all season long. He's been very quiet lately because he hasn't been delivering on top of being upset. He doesn't even want to be there. He doesn't look happy when they score. He didn't look happy when they were marching back and making a playoff run and they scored a touchdown. I think it went to Kincaid or Knox. And they showed Diggs. He looked pissed off that he didn't get the touchdown. And the team won the game. And you're just like, this guy... You can't blame Allen for dropping back and calculating I've got a guy wide open in the end zone right now cutting across the field and he got hit when he threw the ball Josh Allen's a very good thrower and that ball went into the ground 
right at the goal line when the receiver, I believe it was Shakir or whoever it was in the back of the end zone, it was like 10 feet, you know, short because the ball went into the, got grounded, clearly got hit. Had he have connected on that strike, he'd be an absolute savage and maverick. And just because he didn't throw to Diggs, which had Diggs caught the ball, he would have had probably right about enough for a first down given the, the, the angles of everything when you slowed it down. This guy dropped the ball earlier. This guy might have in the huddle been like, I don't care if we win this game. I'm not throwing to him either. And frankly, I don't know why he's even on the field because he doesn't care. He doesn't even want to be there. So I, 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 yeah. just, I get a little defensive over Josh Allen, not because I biasly love the man and I think he's the best quarterback in the league. He's, he, he isn't winning the game. You can say whatever you want to me, and I'm just going to shut my mouth because down deep I know his day's coming. Down deep I know if they build around him, it will happen. You know who didn't win Super Bowls and was still an absolute monster? Dan Marino. There's some times where the situation is not what it should be, could be, or will be. And I do believe Josh Allen wins one Super Bowl at least in the next three years. I do believe that. And I think he needs a weapon. I do believe that. He didn't have a whole lot of help in this game. Pretty much put the team on his back. Bad coaching decisions. Did he miss a throw or two here? Yeah, I mean, he did. But he also got hit on some of those plays. You know, I, I get it. On that final drive, people broke it down. Did he make two bad decisions on both of these throws? You could say that he could have went this way or that way. But he also would have connected had he not got hit. He would have connected on that touchdown in the back of the end zone on that play where Diggs could have got the ball on the shorter route. It, it, look, it is what it is. And you can come in and say, he hasn't won the big game. How can you like Josh Allen? Number one, this is the fantasy football show, as far as I remember. And he was QB1 in fantasy. There's just no debate there. He was QB1, and he scored 50 touchdowns on the entirety of the year. He's QB1. From an NFL perspective, I've already said, I, I give anybody free reign to come in and rant and rave about Lamar's QB1 in, in NFL football, Mahomes' is QB1 in NFL football, Allen QB1, Joe Burrow could be your QB1. Uh, you could have a lot of QB. Stroud could be your new QB1. You're trying to be predictive here. Everybody and their mother has a right to come in and argue that without much resistance. It'll just be a differing of opinions, but you have every right to say Lamar, in your opinion, is the best quarterback in the league and you want him as your quarterback if you're starting a brand new team. The only thing I said is you can't put Brock Purdy in this top five conversation for NFL quarterbacks. That's the only thing I will put my foot down on. Okay, I'm not saying he's not a top 10 quarterback. Niner fans and people that are upset at me about that commentary will say, oh, you don't like Brock Purdy. They don't even hear what I'm saying. He's around 10. And because that doesn't satisfy a Niner fan, they get upset at me. But he's not a top five quarterback. He's not even in the realm of those guys that includes also Jalen Hurts. But... I, uh, anyway, it is what it is. Josh I, I, Allen's I day the, will I, come. I find the, I find the pretty, the pretty, uh, Niner loyalist, uh, comical. <laughs> uh, the, the Packers lost because they don't have a kicker and uh, the Bills lost because they have a kicker, but he folded. 
that's it. It, it, and it is what it is like you can't you know what i mean like it yep. happened it, it is what it is but like at the end of the day it's like you know there are a lot of like i said if a party did not connect on that final drive it, it would be we'd be watching the niner fan base tell everybody that purdy's not it and i, I mean oh, yeah. it, it's like it's, oh, yeah. it's it, but it is it is what it is purdy did well so like you give him his flowers i have nobody seems to want to hear that that thinks i'm against him and and as for Diggs. The potential out for the for the for the bills in terms of contract numbers and the the feasibility of uh, cutting a man with dead cap etc. is not 2024. It's 2025 if they wanted to cut him and, and have a dead cap of 22 million, which is you know acceptable. Uh, cutting him would be 31 mil, but it also would save them about 19 million in salary. So. It's not out of the question that they would cut him and take a massive dead cap hit a year early, but there is a potential that a team does trade for him, but he is under contract through oh, yeah. 2027, so it is not the easiest contract to to dish out to somebody, so there's a strong possibility he gets cut and not traded just because, I mean, he doesn't have a good resume from 2023 to showcase for the trade. Like, you're going to twist some arms to get somebody to trade for him, but, you know, the Chargers would be a, a good spot. I don't know that he succeeds anywhere else, to be honest, because he has the best spot in the entire National Football League. Diggs could not find a better situation if he tried. This is a quarterback that threw 50 touchdowns. There's so much to go around. If he's playing well, he will get and consume a ton of that. There's zero Zero places that are better to play football as a wide receiver than the Buffalo Bills when your quarterback can throw 50 freaking touchdowns. Diggs did really well at the beginning of the year. Sometimes we forget how good he was at the beginning of this year. But he turned 30 years old. He'll turn 31 during the season coming up. And the drop-off is real at 30. It really is. And if he walks into next year at the age of 30, turns 31 during the season, there's a high likelihood in a lesser situation, learning a new offense with a different quarterback, a much lesser quarterback from a touchdown production standpoint, because there is nobody that scores more touchdowns than Josh Allen. I mean, I know he runs a lot of them too, but there are a lot of touchdowns to be had. And there's not a ton of of uh, uh, a competition for a guy like Diggs. If he still is Diggs, if he is still him, he could dominate like he had in the beginning of the year, but he clearly dropped off. Why? Attitude? Partly. Physical talent? Maybe. Attitude is, is a big thing, but slowing down, losing a step because you're 30 years old, 30 years old is where the decline starts to happen for wide receivers. Whether anybody wants to believe it or not, you get a lot of casuals that will come in and say something like, oh, he'll be good till 33, 34. He's got a couple more years. You don't know what you're talking about, bro. It's 30, 31. There are outliers, but you don't come in casually and say, oh, like a casual will come in and say, okay, Christian McCaffrey, 28-year-old season upcoming. Who just had a 28-year-old season? Alvin Kamara. What happened to Alvin Kamara at the end of the year? We loved him all year. He did great for us all year, but he kind of started to tail yeah. off at the end of the year. What happened yeah. to uh, 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 other 28-year-old running backs this year? 
Aaron Jones couldn't stay healthy. It's it's a common theme. Christian McCaffrey's entering his 28-year-old season, and he's struggling to stay healthy right now. He's getting banged up. Now, I'm not saying he won't. I continue to stand by the point of if you have four or five leagues, it's riskier to to not have him on one of your teams at least than it is to, you know, than it, it is to it's riskier to avoid him than to to buy into him on one league. Twenty yeah. percent. If you're doing five leagues, one of five, twenty percent of your leagues, sure. But is there a strong chance that at 28 years old, McCaffrey's going to go the way of Eckler, who just played his 28-year-old season? Austin Eckler, what happened to him? Aaron Jones. I don't care how good Aaron Jones has looked the past couple of days. Part of it is not just decline in talent. Some of it is they just can't stay healthy. The body, the human body at 30 years old, even if you've got low mileage, struggles to stay healthy above the age of 30 at the NFL level, playing with all these young, hard-hitting uh, talents. And and it, at the end of the day, it's this, it's this. You're 28 years old, you're Christian McCaffrey, and what I was trying to say is a casual will come in and say, no, he takes care of his body. I think he'll be good for another two or three or four years. You don't, you can't say that. You can't say that. You could be very optimistic about 2024, yeah. his 28-year-old season, and then take it season by season. But there's no, he's fine. He'll, he'll surpass the normal age of decline by two or three or four years. He'll be fine. Derrick Henry is the only player to do it. He did not open up a wormhole. He did not open up a pathway. No running back you should expect to play good football at 29 years old, only 28, and you're taking a risk. It's a calculated risk. I'm willing to take it right now with McCaffrey. Let's see how he fares the rest of the playoffs, and if he can exit healthy, then we maybe take the gamble on McCaffrey at 28 years old, his final hurrah. His final goodbye tour of elite play might be 2028. If you think it's 32 years old, you're living in la-la land. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's always a rough rough uh, when they start hitting that uh, that cliff. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's just bound to happen. It's just it's just nature. Uh, some can defy it, like uh, not even talking about running backs. Uh, Tom Brady. Well, uh, the different positions have different thresholds. Yeah. Uh, receivers yeah, exactly. are 30, 31. Running backs are 27, 28. Uh, tight ends, it's tough to say because Kelsey's an anomaly. He's the Derrick Henry. You can't use that age. But, like, they're kind of similar to a wide receiver. 31, um, you start worrying really, really, you know, great greatly about it. Uh, wide receivers, like I said, 30, 30, 31. Quarterbacks. You can play into your 35, 40s. It just that one's hard. You don't really have a good handle on what the 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 age of decline will be for a quarterback because we got such a big range of guys that have done it at an older age. But I'd say like you know you start breaching 40 and you're you're playing with fire if you don't have one of those special you know players that can you know the the odds of injury just increase tremendously like look at Aaron Rodgers with a, a calf injury turns Achilles like you you just don't know and he's got he's a huge risk this year that's why if, if it was me and I was the New York Jets I would take Michael Penix Jr. with this 10 pick I'd have a conversation with A-Rod or if I thought he'd fall to the second round for whatever reason I'd have a conversation with A-Rod I'd move my second rounder into the into the range here and I'd say A-Rod look 
We love you. You're our guy, but we have to prepare. You and Michael Penix Jr. are the same age anyway. Like, what's the big deal? (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. Hey, DeBall, I got to go, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. All right, Tra- Travis, real quick, because I got I got to run. What, what can I do for you? Um, just for the on Allen there. People also said um, Elway and Peyton Manning would never win a Super Bowl either, and especially nowadays with the parity in the NFL and sports, most of your top guys eventually break through and get at least one. Um, and he's still only twenty-seven, like you were just saying. If he keeps himself healthy, you now maybe he gets beat up because he runs, but. He's yeah. got another 10 years to go. Ziggy, how old was Michael um, Jordan when he won his first title? I don't think Ziggy can get this one. Michael Jordan won six NBA championships, 10th all-time in league history. He does, he can't answer a complex question like that, can he? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. Michael Jordan. What what year was he when he won his first title? Because there, there was a lot of rumblings about Michael Jordan. Um one first um, title. How many? That'd have been his what fifth or sixth year. Jordan, uh, let's see here. You're you're about right. It's around the fifth, sixth year. I yeah, think. yeah. So it's like, and I know at the end of the day, like that's that's not a long time. But I think the point is, um, the point is, there's always rumblings about, oh, he's never going to do it. And like to Travis's point, like he's still very young. Like he's probably going to play another Didn't, ten years. <laughs> so like that's why I say he was thirty. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not worried about it. And that's why like I don't even really get into it with people that I, I just have one. You know, I have a one way conversation. I have a platform here. I can speak my mind. I don't really mess around with the 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 continuing answering people who say who won in the game last night. One of the QBs threw an interception, or, or one of the QBs, uh, you know, had a touchdown drive to win the game. The other lost. Now, how dumb do you feel? You don't realize that the Bills lost the game, do you? You young man, you know, like I, I just don't, I don't care to participate in that when I'm evaluating who I would, I would draft Josh Allen. I think he's got Mahomes too. You know, I, I love Mahomes. Look, Lamar might do it this year, but Lamar hasn't done, you know, he he continues to to drop the ball, you know, a lot, you know, right? So it's like you can't, this year seems to be his year so far, but we can't sit here and go, oh, I'd rather have Lamar over Josh Allen because Josh Allen can't win the big game. Let's see what happens. Like, maybe you have that argument after, but it's like Mahomes, Josh Allen, and then you're you're really playing predictive games if you say, and you have every right to say, like Ron might want Stroud over any quarterback in the National Football League. And there's nothing wrong with that. This is a predictive piece of this right now. And uh that you know, that's that's the bo- that's the bottom bottom line. From a fantasy perspective, there's, there's no argument based off twenty twenty three, based off history, because Allen's up there every single year. But, you know, it doesn't mean you can't be predictive with that, too, and say, I think, you know, Burrow will finish his QB1 or Stroud will be number two over Allen and only Mahomes will be one. Like, there's there's room for all of that. But this is a, sh- a show where I come out with my opinion. And I definitely love debating with people on the phone line and through the chat. And it's not just a one-way conversation. But at the end of the day, I am going to deliver my message and some people are going to get pissed off about it. Some people are going to say, how dare you call 
Josh Allen better than Brock Purdy when Brock Purdy won the game. Like that's not what it that's not what defines everything in terms of even saying who's the better quarterback. Doesn't matter if he won. You know, is is uh is Goff better than Jalen Hurts? No. Like, did they win the game? Did they advance? You know, I'm not saying they faced it, but I'm saying did they advance? Yeah. But like it, Goff's here as a final four team, it hurts isn't. Does that make Goff a better quarterback? No. So the same thing with when we're talking about Josh Allen or Mahomes and Purdy, if let's say whoever doesn't make it to face off against Brock Purdy, is Brock Purdy the better quarterback because that other quarterback, Mahomes or Josh Allen or Lamar, isn't in the Super Bowl because one of them won't, or Josh Allen certainly won't be, but one of the other two won't be. Like it's just it's funny that people right. argue like that. Oh, you want they guess who won? Like that's when you're dealing with a fan. Like they're a fan of their team. It's like, guess who won? Yeah. You know, or if you it's it's like, oh man, guess what you would have said about Brock Purdy had he not converted on that drive. You would have been down his his neck. I, I can't if if I shared with you guys some of the things that were said to me in the middle of that game about Brock Purdy from from Niner fans, you would just lose it. And now he's the best thing again. It's so funny, man. It's so funny. It was like, okay, maybe we do need another quarterback. <laughs> I'm not going to say any names. But let me just tell you, there was a lot being said about this kid. <laughs> I mean, he did look turdy in the middle of the game. And then he, he came back and he did compose himself. Um, he's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He did what he needed to do. Yeah, he's right. a, he's a system quarterback. He's a above, a little bit above game manager like ability. He's not a game manager. He's a little better than that. Jimmy oh. Garoppolo was like a poor game manager for Shanahan during his prime. I think Purdy's got more than that, but he's definitely more toward game manager than he is more toward elite top five NFL quarterback. Like that's just ridiculous. Just, just mentioning his, uh, just hey, mentioning his name with game manager is going to set people. Oh off. yeah, uh, Balls Life says five dollars. Uh, bold prediction. Sorry, Balls Life. Malik Neighbors is the wide receiver one in Dynasty heading into twenty twenty five. First round pick in twenty twenty five fantasy football drafts. That's a bold take, but definitely you know something that I could you know yeah, I can see good. potentially happening. You know if all the the landing spot, like if he lands in the Chargers situation here like that would be fantastic if the buffalo bills traded up for him and got him if uh let's say fields was traded to denver and denver didn't even use this 12 pick and they drafted neighbors somehow if he even fell there there's a lot of scenarios i could see uh but yeah those would be them the only problem you're gonna have with neighbors bro if i had if ball's life if i had to tell you is you're at a risky territory of him falling into a not so great spot I'm not saying that he won't. He will for sure fall into a bad spot. But look at all these teams that are that are sketchy, like the like the Giants, um, the Tennessee Titans. You could say you like Le- Levi- Levis, but is that really going to be the the match that gets neighbors to be the number one overall? Like Atlanta is not going to take them. Chicago would be interesting for sure if they kept. Well, whether they have Caleb or they kept Fields, that would be okay. Uh, Jets. I don't think you want that because Garrett Wilson's so good. That would be hard for them to coexist at that level. 
Minnesota's not going to draft a wide receiver um, that high. Denver could, but again, who's your quarterback? Do they have, they spend this pick there, how do they get fields? Who do they have as quarterback? Who's who's their QB next year? Uh, Las Vegas could trade Devontae Adams. Maybe they take neighbors, and then who's, you know, who's quarterbacking if they use that pick on them? So there's some scenarios here where Indy would be phenomenal because they're potentially going to lose. They may, they may franchise tag uh, Michael Pittman Jr., but this is a this this Indianapolis pick. If this is Bowers, even if they've got a trade up, if this is Bowers right here going to Indy, or if this is Neighbors, even if it's a move up, whatever, that is glory right there. That is a fantastic fantasy football option. But there are several, you know, New England. If they took, I think they'll take a quarterback. But if they took Neighbors moved down and took neighbors or something that wouldn't be the best spot arizona would be pretty interesting um chargers would be good giants wouldn't be great tennessee wouldn't be great denver wouldn't be great unless they traded for fields las vegas wouldn't be great if they got rid of adams but didn't bring in a, an elite quarterback so there's a couple spots that worry me about neighbors but like if he lands in the right spot ball's life you're not off base whatsoever to love neighbors as a top five dynasty wide receiver. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. and him are closer in some respects than people give him credit, but uh, I, I think there's a lot of neighbors truthers, though, that are going to agree with you. He's got like a fan club for sure where people are like neighbors. Uh, similar to Gibbs and Bijan, there were some people that wanted to, and in and, and, and all, uh, all due respect, Gibbs did... Um, play amazingly but he didn't beat out Bijan. Bijan was running back nine so uh, a lot of people liked Gibbs over Bijan that wanted to make a bold statement with him right and so I think there are going to be a lot of people that want to be that guy that say neighbors over Marvin Harrison Jr. you watch to get like a little reaction so not saying you're doing that I'm saying you're going to see a lot of people that get crazy about neighbors really soon especially if his numbers is you know metrics combine uh, pro days all all end up you know vaulting his value up. All right, last thing, and then I got to run. Dean? Yeah, is Odunze in the or Odunze? I don't know how you say it. Is, is he right there with them, or do you think he's a step below? I uh, I think he's right there with them, but yeah, a slight step below. But but developmentally, like he could develop that that gap could be developed. That gap could be situation mm-hmm. makes him better than both of them. So Dunze's definitely got the ability. He's very talented, but he feels a little bit more, like, I don't want to say raw, but like, I don't want to say one-dimensional, but I want to say like, he needs a little bit more work, which he could get and he could develop and be perfectly fine and, and be amazing at the next level, but he needs the right spot. If he hit, if, if, whichever wide receiver out of Dunze. Neighbors and, and Marvin Harrison Jr. get the if they get by far in a way the best landing spot, they could be the best wide receiver of the draft class for sure. It's a great trio. It's a great. Yeah. This is a great um, wide receiver class. Neighbors is is fantastic. Bowers, a moon man. The moon man. Uh, ba- Bowers is Laporta. Like you have another Laporta right here in front of your face, and Bowers. You have three wide receivers that could all be top 12, one of which could be top five. The other, uh, uh, One of the other two could be top 10. And you have potentially a quarterback class that, you know, any quarterback class can disappoint. I mean, that, that T-Law 
Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones class was supposed to be great. It was. Like, it was touted to be an amazing quarterback class. It it crapped the bed mm-hmm. across the board pretty much. Um, I think this one, though, feels a little bit beefier. And I think that we'll get mm-hmm. at least two top 12 quarterbacks out of this draft class. But we have the potential for five or four. Four to five. But I don't think the landing spots will allow five to develop. I'm just saying the nice part about having four or five potential top 12 quarterbacks is that two or three of them, like a roulette ball, are going to fall in the right spot. And so instead of having two or three and then them fall in the wrong spots and then you don't get the production, you have four or five and a bunch of random spots on the board here. And where is the ball going to fall? Uh, you know, boom, 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 New England, okay? You know, that could be okay. Washington, that's fantastic. Washington's going to be the craftiest QB landing spot in this draft because of Adam Peters, because of the fact that they've got two really good wide receivers as much as we hate what Dotson didn't do for us last year. Dotson and McLaurin and and just uh, the mind of Adam Peters as GM and potentially landing Munkin or Ben Johnson or a, a nice offensive mind. Here with JD5, who I think is the guy that's going to see the most hype and increased value as people start going, well, you know, looking at Lamar Jackson, JD5, everyone says that JD5 is the new Lamar. Well, look, he's a Saturn man and has been there. The Saturn men. One small step for man, one giant leap for Saturn. Saturn. So I I, I can't wait for the hype on JD5 because no one's really even talking about him. Everyone's going to start yeah. talking about him like he's Lamar very soon. Just wait. The comparisons, yep. like nonstop comparisons are coming. And if Lamar wins a Super Bowl, you can bet your bottom dollar JD5 is vaulting up boards. This kid's like Lamar. He looks fantastic. This might be. Is this Lamar? Is this Lamar? So it's coming. All right. I got, I got to run. Uh, Travis, right. appreciate you, bro. Yeah, I'll, I'll just take it. Can you just give me, I'll listen off, offline. Uh, can you just give me like 20 seconds on how the Lions are affected, specifically Goff, but the other weapons if Ben Johnson leaves there. All right, thanks, I'll man. jump off and listen. All right, appreciate you. Thanks. Uh, Ron, anything else? No, I'm good. I'm just in there uh, promoting your uh, your uh, Rumble, which Perps didn't even know what Rumble was. Oh, per- Perps! We got to educate him. Perps might be my second all-time super, my second super chatter in Rumble history. Ron dropped the first super chat ever. Perps, it's gonna piss you off. Uh, but Ron came in there. I went live right before this show. It will not affect YouTube. I'm going live on YouTube as much as I ever have. Nothing's being dialed back at all. Um, but maybe I'll go live on Rumble tonight. Uh, later on to try and just get get people on there, but but perps you can you can be the second super chatter in the history of the channel on Rumble. It's rumble.com slash the fantasy football show. The link is pinned in the live chat. Make sure you go over there and subscribe. Download the app. It's a much better experience on the app, just like it is on on the YouTube app. Uh, but Rumble, let's see what we have in terms of subscribers. Uh, we're at okay. We've still gained like only ten on this entire live stream, but. Um, guys, hit that, that link and subscribe to the Rumble channel. We'll be going live, s- separate Rumble-only live streams. They won't just be uploads of these chan- these videos or li- a, a duplicate live stream. It'll be a Rumble-specific show. And I might... I've got some ideas, and uh, I'll, let, I'll let you know some of those, Ron. 
but of, of how to make Rumble different. So get ready for it. Uh, all right, Ron, appreciate you. Yeah, we gotta we gotta shoot you to the moon on all platforms, and that includes Rumble. Yeah, Rumble is going to be a big part. I think I just love the way they're developing it now, and they're bringing a lot of you know big political people and um, you know people that that want to go over and be a little edgy over there. And there's there's we're going to dominate the fantasy the fantasy space is just non-existent. We're going to go crush it. All right, let it run. Yeah, you're going to crush it. Later. Let, later. Uh, and as for Travis's uh, question on the Detroit Lions, I mean, look what happened to to the Eagles when Shane Steichen left. I think the the honest answer is I don't know. I don't know how well the Lions will keep it together. We'll truly only know how much the offense is tied to Ben Johnson once Ben Johnson leaves. We didn't fully know how much Shane Steichen had to do with the development of Hertz and the offense. Well, now we know. Shane Steichen is going to turn this man named AR5, who is a Saturn man. The Saturn men. One small step for man, one giant. Saturn! Saturn! This man, AR5, is going to become a monster under Shane Steichen. And I think that, like, my, my, my answer would be that I don't know. I think Ben Johnson probably is going to be a, it's going to be a big hit. I, I, it's it almost sucks that these coaches get ripped after every single good season. Um, every single good season, it, it, you know, it, a coordinator, offense and defense, a lot of time, they get ripped from the team. It's like there's no there's no continuity anymore. There's no longevity, and in in a sense, that could have teams turning over quicker because of how rapidly this is now occurring. And the, the coaching turnovers happen sooner. You don't get four or five years anymore, six years to get something done like you used to. So if coaches are getting fired at a quicker pace and they're being hired at a quicker pace, then you're going to have turnover with the higher-up teams that have their offensive coordinators getting ripped out from under them. I mean, to go from Philly, to go where Philly was last year, to getting uh, their offense kind of jostled up. Uh, it's all good. I just It's just a $100 loss. You're talking about a... a some kind of underdog thing. All right. Hey, I appreciate you all. Don't forget underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. I'm hoping we go live to draft tonight. Code Smitty. If not, we'll do it tomorrow. And um, don't forget rumble. We're on rumble. Now we're on rumble. Now we were on rumble, but we didn't do anything with it last year. We're going to take over rumble. Um, just like the dynasty channel. I'm going to do, try and do one live stream a day on rumble, rumble.com slash the fantasy football show. It's pinned, pinned in the live chat and get on over to underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. That link is in the description of the video and I'll drop the link right now in the live chat underdog fantasy. That link has been dropped underdog link. Just dropped rumble link in the live chat. Follow me on rumble. Make sure you get a notification. There are specific rumble shows only and we're going to do it crazy over on rumble appreciate you see you later legend has it if you say saint brown three times in the dark in the bathroom you will immediately lose your league
seven feet tall, and he knows how to handle a ball. He's Kyron, he can take frowns and turn them upside down with his touchdowns. Don't forget, we're nothing's going on with YouTube like we're here <laughs> as much as we always are. 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, live whenever big news breaks, live during graveyard shifts. Nothing's changing on YouTube. And we're live on the Dynasty channel every single night. So if you're not subscribed to the Dynasty channel, you know, what are you doing? Um, and so go go subscribe to the Dynasty channel, link in the description. Go subscribe to the Rumble channel, link is pinned in the live chat and Link should be in the description, I think. I'll change that. Uh, but we will see you all over on the Dynasty channel later tonight and maybe on Rumble. See you all later. Deuces. Don't leave YouTube. What in the hell are you talking about, Dave? See you all later. Deuces. Uh, yeah, two accounts show up on Rumble. Um, I got to figure out what I need to do with that. Uh, subscribe to the one with 300 plus followers. I mean, you could subscribe to both of them. But uh, I got to figure out how to hide the other one or something. But all right, later. <laughs>